up, sexy people? It is Dave. It is Duncan back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from San Diego, California based trio Matelotage. Japan's new album, Seasick, will be released on October 13th on Collecting Dust Records. So, uh, Seasick is the second full-length album from the band, um, which includes a lineup of scene veterans Jason Blackmore on guitar and vocals, Jade Devitt on drums, and Cole Mears on bass. The album was recorded by Gabe Van Ben Schoten uh, and Roy Silverstein, produced by Jason Blackmore, and then mixed and mastered by Mario Quintero. So, while... Um, Matelotage um, are a new band. We have confirmed that's how that's pronounced. It's, it is French for semen. Semen? Something, something to do with semen. Um, semen? I think so. Uh, semen it's French it, for spunk. Semen shit, right? I think it is. Or gay pirates or something. There's a few conflicting stories <laughs> on the internet. Um, so, um, <laughs> Matelotage is how, how I think it's pronounced. I think it's French. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Um, so yeah, ready so, for that. while while they are a new band to us, um, this is not the first time we've reviewed an album containing one of the band's members. The Blackmore dude, or whatever his name was, rang a bell. Yes, yes, it right. Should. So um, we recently reviewed an album called Leech Eater. Yes, by an atmospheric noise rock duo called Sisters. Who are not named after the Brian De Palma movie of the same name. Correct. Um, that band and I also... know that because the band reached out and told me that. <laughs> yeah. So yes, it's not because I've done like hours of research trying to work it out. They came back and said, "Yes, we like De Palma. No, we're not named after that. We're actually named after this, and that makes more sense." Yes. Uh, yeah. So that band also contains uh, Jason Blackmore, who is in Molly Maguire, uh, Rat's Eyes, Death Eyes, and Sisters. Um, so it was Jason that gave us the, the head up uh, or a heads up on uh, on this release and uh, said it was kind of like a, a companion to, to Leech Eater in a way um, and was also kind enough to give us uh, the album uh, for review. So thank you very much. Uh, much appreciated, sir. Um, this album um, is also um, mapped out like the Sisters album. I feel, I feel like I need to mention this at the start because... This is basically um, kind of like it has like a side one and a side two, like a yes. like a vinyl basically, um, which we didn't realize actually. Leech Eater was the same type of format, um, but it now explain some stuff though because makes we, so much we more aired, sense. Yeah, we, we Dave, we may have raised some questions into the ether. Yes, we did. That we did. required answers, yeah. and luckily for us, we're in a position where occasionally the artists that are involved in things we review, check out what we say and then come back mm. and answer those questions. Absolutely. Um, and so on Seasick, it's, it's a similar format in that songs one to five um, are side one or side A and then so, so, songs six to eight are side B or side two. Um, and the idea is that the second side will take the listener on a different kind of type of journey. Um, a so, different voyage upon the sea. Correct. Um, so what I'm going to suggest here is Duncan just just to shake things up a wee bit 
Um, as I know, we're, we but 500 review reviews this in. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, Steve, I love. <laughs> um, what I'm, what I'm going to suggest is we discuss side one first. Oh, tracks one to five. You are throwing caution to the wind here. And then our thoughts on side B. Yeah. And then we can discuss the album as a whole piece. That's my thinking. So what you're saying is, let's review this album three times. (laughs) Yes. Three times a lady, Duncan. Let's do this. (laughs) Um, So, um, starting off with side one. Um, (laughs) uh, Why are you laughing already? I, I don't think I was ready. I don't think I was prepared in the slightest for side one of this album. From... From what Jason had kind of hinted at was it was going to be slightly heavier than Sisters, but I still I still wasn't prepared for mm. just how fucking cool this was going to be. Um, yeah. Holy shit! Right, this is <laughs> He's fucking bouncing these. It's still okay. It's it's still got that <laughs> kind of noise rock vibe that Sisters have. Yeah. That a bit of that's still in there, but this is way more riff driven than Sisters is. Um, Sludgier for sure. Definitely. And as side one progresses, you can hear that kind of like sludge rock starting to, to kind of blend yeah. into the band's sound, um, which which they do very, very well. Um, and we, we mentioned this actually off air just before we started yeah, recording like, this. unprompted off air, I, I may have thrown a band into the mix yeah. that it reminded me of at times. Yeah. And as soon as I mentioned it, they've <laughs> smiled immediately because... We've been friends for far too yeah. long. Our <laughs> brains were. were... We've been friends for far too long. And the thing is, I, I, I joked about this with you. Mm. I've mentioned this band in comparisons to bands this year about three or four times. Yeah. And I can guarantee I have not mentioned them for a decade before. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I don't know what it is, but there's something this year where, like, either they were a decade ahead of their time, which is a problem there. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's that, like, it's specifically on this I was like oh my good god almighty yes, yes. there's a, there's a few things that, that remind us of this band um, th- this band's kind of style or, or version of that is maybe a little bit more noise rock infused I would um, agree um, yep. it's not completely like exactly the same but the band in question were a band called Scissor Fight um, who if you've never heard of before uh, Go and search out Scissor Fight. Um, I would say Man Trapping for Sport or Profit or Juggernaut, which was their second album. Mm. Both of them, chef's <laughs> fucking kiss. And yeah, if they ever like reformed and wanted to tour with a band, then the man they should tour with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Scissor <laughs> Fight are, are still technically on the go. They put out an album two or three years back. Yeah, um, I don't know if they're still technically on the go. But I think they're I more think an album's band. Which yeah, is not possibly. like a studio band, which is fine. Possibly. Um, but, but yeah, the day they tour Scotland is the day that they're still a band. Right? Yeah, so. that that vibe though is all over this, um, yeah. and it's fucking awesome. It is. It's, it's all about the groove. It's all about the groove riff. It's um, all about the like, everything locks in at the groove. Yeah, and then the vocals does what they need to do over the top. And yeah. it's smoky and rich and fucking yeah, noisy. It, and... it gets progressively more like that band as it goes on. The, the first track, yeah. uh, All Rise, it's probably more on the, the noise rock side of things. It's got a bit more of a kind of punkier speed and uh, yeah. more like kind of abrasive tones in the guitar. Although there's a, like a, a little southern riff that kind of drops in just for a wee short segment and you're like, oh, oh, where did that come from? 
and then it disappears again. And then, but then you're thinking, oh, wait a minute, that's kind of opened the door here a little bit for a little bit more of that. <laughs> Clever. We'll I see what doing there. Um, and then string them up opens in a kind of similar fashion where you get little hints of like like helmet or even like Melvin's. There's a little bit of Queens of the Stone Age in there. Yes. Um, but it's, it's kind of woven with these like bigger, kind of thicker, kind of sludge rock riffs. Um, and it was that track where I was like, there's a little bit of a scissor fight um, vocal <laughs> technique where it's... <laughs> is, that the, is that scissor fight at the door when track three comes along and <laughs> yeah. kicks on your yeah. door? Yeah. Police batting through the door. <laughs> Yeah, that um, string them up's got that kind of like the kind of layered vocal where it's like a mix of like a shout and a spoken word, which says yeah. if I do a lot. And then in comes the befuddled pig. Where in comes the befuddled pig. Yeah, I literally about fucking fell off my chair. It's so right. And the best part, like, I'm so happy because that, like, that album, like, that sim from that band is now what, like, over a decade old. Yes. And no one does it. No. No one does it. And no. you know who does? These guys. That's right. Matthew Latage. Um it is it's southern. This is where the guys send us a message like that. We've never heard this as a fight before. <laughs> yeah. we're, like, we're back to them got that. Be prepared to find out your new favourite band. <laughs> like slide it right into the DMs. Oh Jesus. The the riff on the befuddled pig is just huge fucking incredible. It is southern it's groove laden and it's just like just a chef's kiss of a, of a main riff uh, my my neighbors loved it my fucking <laughs> my my dog loved it it was just like oh man just when it kicked in i was so into this i was like yeah. absolutely locked in um and and that track like that's when the guitars really hit me i was like listen to that guitar man it's like Jeez. sludgy and full of weight the bass also sounds fantastic on this though i have to say it's got that kind of like really clangy metallic tone yeah. um, that you can hear like grinding just beneath the riffs, like just alongside the riffs, and it's just awesome. Um, the drums are kind of like just grooving like a son of a bitch. Vocally, again, that that track's got that kind of the scissor fight type uh, spoken word effect, yeah. um, but it's alongside something more melodic in the chorus, yes. um, which gives it a bit more of a hook. Um, and there's some little kind of sections of vocals which have some like effects on them. Um, but I thought that was really clever because it helped kind of distinguish all the different parts um, of the track. Um, just like definite highlight on the album for me. I, I loved the Fuddle Pig. I thought it was fantastic. Um, Pink Misty Mountain Hop, though, it, it comes in with, again, big fucking grizzly southern sludge vibe. Um, a bit slower in tempo. Um, the vocals are a little bit more quirky on this one yeah. um, but again some really nice melodic moments throughout the tracks as well it sounds huge um, and it's kind of what would happen if Scissor Fight and CKY had yeah, a yeah. fucking baby yeah. it's got, the riff itself like and even that, that quirky vocal reminded me a lot of kind of early day Disengage the Simulator mm -hmm. um, CKY but with the southern tone of like a Scissor Fight yeah. and it sounds fucking Huge, yeah. Like I can't straight like that. Like it's the riff sounds like yes. a fucking like an elephant, like carrying a fucking grand piano <laughs> up a flight of stairs because the escalator's broken. <laughs> it's just like it's 
fucking huge. Yeah. And heavy sound in my and it makes me smile. Very, very, um, very catchy, like, like just really like infectious, like infectious yeah. is fucking chlamydia, like just that oh, kind God. of sort of heard anyway. Um, See, very catchy. You say. Um, yeah. so. um, gone is the the kind of final part of side one, um, which, which brings the temp- yeah brings the tempo back up. Still got that absolutely ripping bass tone. Um, it's cool though. It's got a little bit more of like the a bit more kind of alternative sound and some of the chord choices, which makes it a little different. But it kind of also makes sense because knowing that there's a kind of change coming up on on the second kind of part of the of the album. So I felt like it was a really good transitional track um, into kind of side two of the album. Um, what what do, you, what do you think of side one? What do you think of the first five tracks? Anything? that you want to add what's to... not to fucking like know, here like, oh, like we mentioned it before like this is like this is it's almost as if the band like sat with a clipboard of things like with check boxes of things that will make me and you happy yeah knowing our musical taste and then delivered that and delivered it really 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 well mm. i think the first half is awesome yeah i think it starts Starts and closes very different from the middle three songs, but yeah. not hugely different. There's still that link in tissue, but yeah. All Rise is a is a great fucking intro and Gone is a great way to bring things out. Yeah. And then String 'em Up, the Befuddle Pig and Pink Misty Mountaintop are just three back to back stone cold fucking bangers. Yeah. What yeah, as 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 a like knowing the, the split and and whatnot. It makes a lot of sense because Gone does feel like it's it's bringing things down, yeah. And then fuck the sun, which is a great name for a song. Uh, and the first one like that literally feels like is the it literally feels like you're being accosted by a heavy set person. <laughs> it's what a cop I feel. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just like ah, oh, what am I doing here? It feels like being crushed at a gig. Mm. And, you know, we were just like, I have no control over anything. This was a bad idea. I wish I stood at the back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, like from that looping thing, it really, really makes sense. Mm. Plus, like those five songs have a there's a concise nature about them. They're all almost yeah. pretty much in or around either short or single length. Mm. Whereas the last three tracks are where the band explores which yeah. is really 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 cool so you yeah. get that kind of b-side mentality on it yeah uh, so yeah i i was already in nice. already fully in um and what, what did you think of side two what did you what did you make of, of that part of the album so like fuck my son starts off with you know, like the most disgustingly slow monstrous riff hmm. you know what i mean in fact actually that's the in a lot of respects the the, the tail of the tape as they use in the ufc <laughs> uh the tail of the tape on the back half of the album is something a mu- like is much more measured, much more deliberate, hmm. and like heavier. Yeah, like that is the, where they 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 find they have an extra gear, like yeah. extra layer of heaviness. I thought know. I felt like they went a little bit more angular on that track as well. Yeah. Like some of the riffs are a little bit more kind of like janky or something. You know what I mean? It was just like. Um, a little bit more off off piste in, in places. Same yeah. with the vocals. I felt like the vocals were a little bit more like reminded me of Mike Williams a little bit from I Hate God. Just yes. a very unusual tone and, and style, which was kind of It's a shorter song as well. So yeah. it's like it opens at like the it's like just under three minutes and it has that it has an intensity and a burst about it, which you're like, Alright, here we go. And then I love the closing two songs. Mm. So Seasick, which is the title song 
is kind of spacey and ethereal. It plays with a lot more, a lot more room. Uh, the the fucking the the Sims themselves, the vocals have like a can't remember what that was, almost like a phaser or like a flange or something on them, where mm. they feel like they're almost underwater. Yeah, which I love about it. It's just like kind of has that vibe. Yeah, and it is it's the first track on the entire album where I actually felt like these guys have a kind of prog feel that yeah, they've yeah. kind of been holding back on. Mm. Oh, difficult not to mention the word Mastodon, uh, but there is a kind of Mastodon-y vibe there. Doesn't sound like Mastodon, yeah, but yeah. the idea of how they incorporated mm-hmm. elements specifically in Le- Leviathan where you were listening to chords and you were like, why does that sound like it's on the ocean when nothing it was? Just the yeah. way it's picked, the way it's played, the sound it has. Mm. Um, Seasick is a great song. It's what it's a long song as well. It's it's at the six minute mark, not the longest, mm. but um, it, it's the band open the space right up, yeah. so everything isn't like tight and groovy and all the rest. It's more about kind of weirdly about finding your levels as you're <laughs> on a boat, yeah. which is what I felt like when I was listening. Even the pace kind of felt like a boat rocking backwards <laughs> yeah. and forwards. Yeah, I, I love that about it. Yeah, um, so it's it's kind of great. And then you switch into the very end, which is midi, mm. the closing track. Um, it clocks in at a whopping nine minutes long and is more I love bands that do we've spoken about this before I don't mind bands using the last track as a bit of experimentation mm. this one has that vibe that's kind of this is the the dark closer of the album this yeah. is if you're following the voyage through everything this is the cry for help at the end and the music certainly captures that there's a kind of a, a very desperate sort of almost resigning yourself to <laughs> the inevitable about it which i really really like the guitar work is excellent because you've got like a really really cool central riff but then it starts going out some lead work and it, it it really works in it all the way throughout the production especially in the back half as well that bass sound just mm. locks everything in just like like just like you like you, Mr. Guitar Man, you just go for a wander. <laughs> Everything's fucking tight here. Yeah. Drum and bass work on this is locked in in a way which just it needs to be that way for everything else to kind of work. Yeah. Vocally, Mayday is really, really cool as well. Like There's a rep- uh, repetitive motif that's used over and over again that kind of works with it as well. Mm. And it closes super strong. It closes, closes different, but super strong. You're getting yeah. a different side of the sound, but not so jarring that it sounds like a different band. Yeah. And actually weirdly it merits the sound overall mm. the the beauty of media as well is towards the end as well they introduce some of those kind of scissor fighty southerny sort of riffs in again but not prolonged it just yeah. becomes like an accent on what they're doing mm. and then finishes great yeah I, I, what about yourself back half back yeah three. i yeah i really enjoyed um the last two tracks were super cool like as you said much slower in tempo um, and start to kind of blend in this more kind of dreamy, atmospheric kind of rock vibe. Um, it's, it's it's probably most alike in terms of comparisons to Jason's other band, Sisters. Um, um, although on track seven, uh, the title track, it's actually the drummer, uh, Jade Devitt, that does vocals on that track. He does vocal parts, which I thought was really cool. And it's a, a different tone to Jason's um, on the album, which um, he's got a bit more of a kind of 90s, like, almost like post-hardcore noise rock yeah. kind of vibe in his, in his voice and melody whereas Jade was doing something um, 
a bit, it's a bit more clean, you know, it's got that kind of more silky, almost kind of that kind of Josh Holm of Queens of the Stone Age kind yeah. of type vibe. Um, but then when I heard that, I realised that it was probably Jade that was doing a lot of the other kind of vocal layers that you could hear earlier in the album, because it was like mm. two different tones. Um, but it's a great switch, a uh, great feel. I uh, love the tempo of it. Shows a bit more control from the band um, and that they can do something much more reflective and expansive at the same time. Uh, same with the closing track, Mayday. They continue to kind of expand on the kind of smoky, atmospheric side. Very spacious, a lot darker in tone, like you said. Yeah. Um, a little bit more experimental in the guitar work. Um, nice, some nice kind of building moments. Um, there's a bit, bit of a kind of... I noticed there's like a little bit more of a kind of grungy characteristic in some of the vocals on the last track as it kind yeah, of progresses, yeah. which was cool. Um, but when I got to the end of it, I was kind of like, my kind of feelings was it it gave you a different side to the uh, to the band sound, which I thought was super cool. So it was like depending on your mood, you've either got this kind of like handful of riffy, groovy bangers. Or you've got that kind of like 15 minutes or so of moody, expansive kind of noise rock. Um, but together it does work. Um, like as a whole piece, I actually thought um, they linked it all together really well. You know, they hint at enough elements that they, they do end up fully embracing later on the album. So I felt like even though there is a switch and you can hear the sound change, I felt like it linked together really well. Did you? What did mm -hmm. you feel? Is that like a whole piece? Did you think it worked? Yeah, I do as well. Like not knowing that before, I think "Gone" is actually the perfect transition to "Fuck the Sun." Yeah. Um, I think once again with with albums of this genre, I I tend to feel it's the Mastodon thing comes out again, mm. and that Mastodon were always maybe less so nowadays, but certainly in their earlier um, incarnation, were always really, really, really good at hitting you with a lot of build-up in the front half and then being really comfortable towards the end to go somewhere else and yeah. paint another picture or something. Mm. Conceptually, that always really worked for me and I think it, it works really well on this one. I would actually go one step further and say that I actually think it works a little bit better on this release than it does on the Sisters album, mm. which obviously we had questions about, but yeah. I didn't feel there was the same kind of same almost unseen split yeah. on that one. I think the split here, whilst it is obvious when you think about it, mm. at the same time, the, the transference of tracks afterwards are actually still relatively well in keeping with what you get before. Mm. It's just a progression on the ideas that the band have set out in, yeah. their, in the first five songs. So it, like, to me, it hangs together really, really, really well. Yeah. I also quite like that, although there are comparisons to other bands, I'm not sure I've heard other bands mix it all together like this in one No, one the closest whole... I got was that it reminded me of Scissor Fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, predominantly reminded yeah. me of Scissor Fight, an obscure band that I guarantee no one fucking listens to, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But the rest of the stuff, all the other stuff we've mentioned here, there's an influence. Yeah. There's a, like a pinch, but it's not really... You would never say, oh, you like Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. You know, you should listen to it. It's not that way. <laughs> yeah. It's just it, there's a there's a vague memory. There's something in the background that kind of makes you remember a sound on a track yeah. or a song from another band mm. without being the sound of another band. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think the other reason this works really well for me is that the production of the album. I think it's um, 
the heavy stuff is really, really thick and really fuzzed out um, with such a really cool groove, packs a punch. Um, so like props to, to Gabe and Roy and Jason and, and Mario, who was the drummer in, in Sisters, also in Spotlights. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the album as a whole has a great production, really good quality to it. Um, the bass um, is most definitely my favorite here on, on the album. I think it sounds incredible. The tone is killer. Um, and saying that, the snare also slaps like a motherfucker. <laughs> I really, I like the snare sound as well. Um, yeah, this is it's another well-paced, well-thought-out release from Jason and the guys. Um, he's a talented son of a bitch, actually, isn't he? Fucking I mean, some it. guys are just bursting with talent, and we will <laughs> never hate them for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think if you if you liked the sisters album and we reviewed that back in august i think it was you can check that out then i think there's elements here that you'll definitely um you'll enjoy they'll appeal to you but also if you fancy something with just a bit of fucking grit and muscle to it Mm. this has the riffs to show you a really good time as well there's some fucking banging tracks on this album um so uh scores um for the new album from matalotage what you thinking on this one so I gave, if memory serves, I gave Sisters a four. Yeah. I prefer this to Sisters. I yeah. think it's cohesively more in sync. So mm. I would give this a 4.5. Yeah. I, um, I think this is fucking awesome, man. Honestly, yeah. this is the sort of thing where I've spun it a lot more than I generally do review mm. copies of other albums. Yeah. Um, mostly because it just is very, very easy for me to listen to in the same way that Scissorfy album is, Dave, where I've listened to that album. Like, honestly, if you were to track it, like, hundreds of times um, since I first got it. And there's a reason, there's nothing in it that at any point I'm like, I need to kind of be in the mood to listen to this. No, 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 it's an any mood album. So, 4.5. Yeah, I I scored Sisters 4.5. I feel like this is on par with that album. Um, So I'm going to go 4.5 again. I think... Nice. I like them... For different reasons, it's it's weird. Like they I, are they are very different bands, but yeah. at the same time weirdly connected. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, I think overall I enjoyed the journey more on the Sisters album, but there's so many satisfying moments on this album that yeah. I was just like, oh, that's so fucking good. Um, and it's it's not even overly predictable either. You know, there's mm-hmm. it's really interesting the way they've they've kind of formatted this album. Um, you know, and laid it out and delivered such an excellent production in it as well. I think it sounds incredible. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go 4.5 on this one as well. Uh, so that's the new album from Matelotage. It's called Seasick. It's out on October 13th on Collecting Dust Records. Uh, links below to the band. And named after a Brian De Palma. Th- <laughs> no. no. Not going there. That'll Not happen there. one day. One day, Duncan. Um Links below to the band, to the pre-order check it out let us know what you think happy your thoughts on it that is the review thank you for checking out we'll be back with another review very soon but until then take care speak to you soon bye everyone